Welcome to Chaos People, the science and technology podcast that embraces the chaos. Your hosts are computational geneticist, evolutionary biologist, and Trekkie, Phil, and data scientist, artificial intelligence expert, and coding guru, Nick. Enjoy the show. Niku. It's filthy Frank. What does it mean again? Is it Orewa Chinchin Daisuke desu? Or I thought it ends with That's that's right. Chinchin Skidayo. Yeah. Yeah, it means um I like penis. <laughs> so like, what was it? The guy with the when he closed his eyes, he had the eyes what the hell was his name? Yeah, well this is Filthy Frank is a YouTuber from like yeah. two thousand like six that's about like ten years ago. My goodness. Damn, dude. Original, like, uh, very dank YouTuber. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, I think he's half Japanese. Yep. And he just uses this one phrase. For that one character. For, for this the- one character. And that's all he says. Yeah. But he says, like, you know, that's, like. Different inflections of it. Though. It's like his Pikachu, right? Like a yes. Pikachu. <laughs> yes. Like, Pika Pika. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Like, yeah, you're just able to only say your name. Well, it's kind of like an onomatopoeia. But for creatures. So if a bear actually said bear. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I am Groot, right? But they do actually have sounds. We don't call a cow a moo. And we should. No, we don't. Are any of the... Are any animals matching onomatopoeia of their... Of their whatever match their name? Hmm. Cricket? Maybe. Kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Crickets are fucking Cow in German is Kuh, which does sound like Moo, but I don't think that's... A German Moo? What's a German Moo? (laughs) I don't want to tell you what just came off in my head. (laughs) But I was just saying. It was something with Hitler or something like that. (laughs) I'll... Mool... Mool Hitler? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know what the German... It's... It always bothered me that there's like other cultures have different sounds for animals. Yeah, but but they're not too far off. They're not too far off, but they're just they're they're cringy though. No, American. American is cringy. Cockadoodle do is the worst <laughs> fucking iteration of non onomatopoeia ever. What's the what is it in Japanese? Kruku, uh, I think. Kruku. They don't, they don't do that either. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. I was used to laugh. Oh, koke koko actually. Koke koko, that is kind of close error than cockadoodle. Cockadoodle do is, is, is way is, off. Yeah, like that yeah. is not like yeah. anything. Uh, I always used to laugh when I was taking Spanish. I look at the textbook and they'd have like pictures of dogs and cats, and their onomatopoeia I thought was so cringe. Like they're What's just, that? I don't remember what they were, but they weren't they weren't meow and woof. It was something else. Yeah, it was like arf and like something else. It was like arf for dog, I think. Oh, okay. And then there was some kind of like... You mean it didn't match at all? It just wasn't... It feels wrong. So in ja- Japanese, it's wang. W-A-N-G? W-A-N. Wang for a dog? Yeah. And I think it's because Japanese dogs... I think you have to think about the regional... Right, right. Um, Like species of So what is it? That. The Akita, the... The, the Shiba. Shiba, right. Is and if you if you could hear them like instead of like a, a deep like mm-hmm. intimidating one, they go like wang, wang. <laughs> it's it's like a one. Okay, like, okay. 
It's like a, a high pitch kind of sound. That's interesting. I wonder bow wow is not like bow wow. Bow wow is on. not. W- woof is woof is the American monomatopoeia. But, but it's aggressive. Woof. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's but I've, I've I've heard dogs literally make that sound. Uh, like woof. Like uh, many many uh, times. Yeah, yeah, but it's aggressive. It's like it not is. the. Yeah. It's not. It's not cute at all. I think Japanese ones are cute. Is bark onomatopoeia? I think so. Okay. Bark. 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 I guess. Bark yeah. is kind of like one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's an Italian? Do you know Italian? I have no idea. I I, I, I don't know enough about the... I, never, I, I didn't take Italian when I was younger, so I didn't get to see the textbooks. I feel like I would have... But I can't remember the Spanish ones either, so it's not like it's helping me, but... It's not like chickens go, risotto. No, yes. It would be so funny if the, the animals had like their hands like, you know, as they're yeah. making the sounds. The tuna's making carpaccio. Yeah. Carpaccio. Yeah. Ricotta. Oh, you went to, you You got Italian the other day, right? And you're talking about this. So last night, it's my girlfriend and I's six-month anniversary. Congratulations, man. Thank you. And we decided to go to, uh, I took her to an Italian place in, in town. And, you know, you have these realizations sometimes and it's like, and today, you, you and I are going to go to my favorite sushi restaurant, at least in the city. And to me, that's like a double feature. Like, Italian and Japanese, like, one night after the other is, like, heaven for me. But I was, like, eating last night, and they had this um, – it was kind of like a tapas menu, um, but a little bit higher – a little bit more food than tapas, somewhere in between small plates, I guess you can call it. And – one of the appetizers we got was uh, ricotta with like a ricotta. ricotta with like a little bit of drizzle of olive oil, some tarragon, a little bit of um, like uh, salt and pepper, a little bit of basil. Just kind of like a very, I think like almost like a hummus plate, but with ri- ri- ricotta instead of uh, hummus. So they come out with this crusty bread and you eat it and it's like just this like flood of like creaminess and flavor out of... Very few ingredients. Damn, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like those moments where I was sitting there and I was like, man, there's only one other cuisine that does this to me and it's and it's Japanese food. And what do you think that is? If I had to guess, it's both cultures very much rely on the freshness of the ingredients and the balance between ingredients, like not using too much butter, not using too much cream, not using too much. It's not It's not overly, I hate to say this about Indian food, but I feel like that food is very, everything just, it, it, it's just too much of everything. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said about something that's less processed and letting the ingredients and the quality of the ingredients yeah. like take over, right? Yeah. Like. This is like just the raw material. Let's prep it at, you know, not too much processing. They just put it in your fucking mouth. And how do you like it? That's it. Right. Yeah. Like good, like you can even taste like good olive oil. Yeah. Like you don't even, I don't, I like, you're not even supposed to cook with olive oil. It's supposed to be like just, you're supposed to just kind of drizzle it. Just put it in your shoulder and just like, just rub it in. Yeah. Like put good it, bread, very good olive oil, just a little bit of crack of fresh pepper and a little bit of like sea salt and that's Dude, it yes yeah that's it what's your opinion with like the uh like the vinaigrette like the um, you mean balsamic. You put a little bit of balsamic in there yeah so what we usually do is my mom will, my mom will put like a plate like she'll have like a small a flat dish and she'll drizzle the olive oil and she'll just take the balsamic 
and do a couple drops. Boop, boop, boop. So you have this little black thing in the center. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I don't like too much. And then you put, you know, salt and pepper, and then you kind of just mix the bread. You kind of like mix it with the bread. Perfect. It fucking do that right there, dude. That's all you fucking need, man. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And 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 you know what good olive oil is if you taste it enough. Like you'll know what yeah. good olive oil is. Like there's such there's tears to it, and I think it's quite. I think for the layman, it's actually easy to 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 kind of own in on. I've had um this thing called uh, brat brata. Burrata, yeah. Yeah, creamy yeah. burrata. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is fucking good. Yeah. That yeah. just like, I mean, it's similar to the risotto. I mean, the, the um, or the, the ricotta. The yeah, so it's very similar. It's it's same idea, right? You have this cheese. Yeah. And I'm assuming they, they drove a little bit of olive oil and put some like some stuff on and, it. And the, uh, there was like um, a tomato kind of uh, base yeah. underneath it. Yeah. And, and a basil leaf, one basil leaf, and mm, perfect. Perfect meal. And then I think about like nigiri, and it's just like some some nigiri, it's literally just the fish. Yeah, maybe a little bit of wasabi underneath, but that's it. And, oh, of course the rice, but the rice is sushi rice has a little bit has, a, has some complexity. It's not just white rice, right? So it's you know, it's got the vinegar, the sugar, the whatever the mirin, I guess, is what it is, right? But it's just this slab of fish that's sitting on top of this rice, and that's it, dude. And you and it hits your mouth, and you're like. What the fuck, man? Yeah. You know? The, yeah, it's just the ingredients, right? Just in yeah. your mouth. And like you're unadulterated, completely just like you and just a fish went into your mouth. Yeah. Like you just got out of the sea and just went right in. You don't want to touch it too much, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the sushi chef just like does it quick and then puts it on top of the, the sushi rice. Yep. Sometimes I'll do a little bit of a, you know, a dressing. What do you call it? Seasoning, I guess you can call it. Well, they'll put a little bit of, you know, whatever. Yuzu, whatever. Yuzu shoyu or whatever. Maybe maybe a little bit of uh, uh, ponzu, caviar. Ponzu, yeah. yeah. Some herbs. Maybe a a tiny little slice of lemon or lime. You know, something like that, you know? It's it's a simplicity of things that are... um, The problem is, if you don't have the ingredients... And you try the shit. It is one of the worst experiences Terrible. of all time. Like you'll just oh oh I'm just gonna have salmonella I guess. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna just have a fun time in the in the bathroom, the little boys' room, just just like coming out. Yeah, yeah. It just, bad sushi is fucking bad, dude. Yeah. Have you had what's what's the worst sushi you've had? Uh, probably like gas station sushi or something like You've that. You've had gas station yeah, sushi? Yeah, I've, I've literally... Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I was just hungry and I just got it, you know? You, so you looked at gas station sushi. It's like, oh, I want to put this in my mouth. This is before I had my revelation, before moving here. I don't care. You said, oh, I want to put this fucking crusty kind of dildo of, of rice into my mouth. You've had Little Caesars, right? I've had Little Caesars. I, I, to me, that's the same thing. No. Little Caesars no. has the the thing about like it's cheap. Sushi yeah. is not cheap, especially even in a gas station. It's probably one of the more expensive items. It is one of the more expensive things you can get. You can just get a bag of chips, and or you something. and you pointed at that, and you're like, "Oh, let me put this rice dildo in my, in my mouth." <laughs> That's true. It is stupid. I haven't done it in a long time. I I don't understand why they do that. I don't know either. But it's not actual sushi. Right? It's like it's like crab meat, right? It's like um, it's usually like a California roll with imitation crab or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like uh, it's not horrendous. No. Because like the recipe itself already kind of the median profile of that is already decent. Yeah. Right? 
But before I moved to LA, dude, I thought I thought sushi was overrated. There's years of my life wasted, just like because I never had it right the first time. I would just you know had it at the very mediocre restaurants. No offense, not owned by Japanese. Um, and it's just I'm not saying that non-Japanese people can't make amazing sushi. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like. Most of the bad sushi places are not owned by Japanese people. That's all I'm saying. It, there needs to be somewhat of a Japanese presence. And yeah. then, like, it can bud from there. I think that's what it is in general, right? Like, you have to have a good something there as a seed, right? Yeah. Especially, like, an OG Japanese seed. And then from there, you can have beautiful things come out. Like, California rolls are, I think, good. Just, they yeah. taste good. The use of salmon in sushi, I think, is a good it's, thing. It's stupid as fuck. What, the California, California roll? Because the point of sushi, yeah. you have the seaweed on the outside so you don't get your hands dirty. And oh. they fucking inverted this shit just because of her fuck's sake. And you have now sticky rice on your fingers. On the outside, and yeah. And whatever shit's on your hand is now in the rice. Okay. Whatever little boy's room thing that you touched the is, is on your hand and now you're touching the rice and seeping into it. Whereas if it was seaweed... It might not, you know. Okay, but I have to ask: Why are you are you supposed to pick up rolls with your hand? Yeah, you so you are. Sushi was actually meant to eat with your hand. What uh, changed? People I, just got grossed out. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing as like the uh, the, the germ. Okay, okay. You know the germ yeah. theory of went into Japan and like okay, let's not eat with our hands anymore. I see. I see. Okay, dude, you had what? Okay, this guy's a um, a caffeine pussy, by the way. He uh, he's yawning right now. He had three hours of sleep. Yeah, tell us why. So last night, uh, you know, six month anniversary. Got home. I made tea, and I made the very dumb mistake of I, I wasn't paying attention to what tea bag I was pulling out, and I got her chamomile because I know she likes chamomile, and I thought I picked out the green tea. I didn't. I picked out Earl Grey. So I put that in the thing. So I drink it. And, you know, around 10 o'clock, 10, 15, she leaves, and I try and I lay down. And I do fall asleep for, like, maybe an hour or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just up, bro. Uh, and I'm... Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on, uh, on, on the spice, okay? Uh, this guy thinks the bell peppers are spicy, so I've had spicy bell peppers. Is what I'm saying. They, they don't exist, Nick. I've had seeds where they taste a little bit. Oh, this is a, a little bit of capsaicin. No, no. I mean, there I, has to be some capsaicin. Yes, yes. But, and I could taste it. I just can't believe that. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Caffeine pussy. Yeah. Spice pussy. Spice pussy. Yeah. Um, that, we're just the uh, the spice girls, right? <laughs> yeah, we're the spice girls. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I finally fell back asleep around. That's three crazy to just. Earl Grey just keeps you up all the way to like what? Just 4 a, a cup of Earl Grey, dude. That's all it was. That's crazy. So I, there has to be some sensitivity that you have that is like beyond. I'm fine if I don't drink anything past like five. Mm-hmm. If I drink things before five, I'm good. Especially especially soda. Soda has like a third of the caffeine. And Earl Grey is probably like forty milligrams. In what's a, what's a coffee? 100? Coffee is about like ninety to hundred. Yeah. Holy in a, shit! In the eight ounce, I think. Well, I would, have been, I would have been fucked if I had a coffee then. Oh, yeah. You would just yeah. be done. I mean, like, yeah, you would just 
Yeah, you you wouldn't sleep. I don't yeah. think you're like bouncy, right? You're more like you it's just more just sleep. I just can't fall asleep, right? Like you know, it's just like I just lay there and lay there and lay there and lay there and look at my phone. And I'm like, holy shit, another forty five minutes just went by. You know? Yeah, I hate that when um, there's like two kinds, right? Where you look at the phone, yeah, and like fuck, I should be asleep, and you're and you're trying to fall asleep, and then you look at your phone again, and only one minute has passed when you thought like twenty minutes, and then like. You think 30 minutes has passed and you look over or when you like thought you slept for like 10 minutes and then you look over and like it's been two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like time is weirdly dilated in your brain, even though like your brain is just like running at the same speed at all times. No, like electrons don't move that much faster. Does it? Does that scare you that you lose that time? It does. It freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Like when you go to bed. And you wake up, you 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 know something elapsed. Right? It's not, it's not like it was instant. No, it's not right? like time travel. Yeah, there's some weird like zone that you exp- there's some weird amount of time that you experience that you, that is it, it's not that it's disjuncted. Like you remember when you went to sleep, you remember the first maybe the last moments before you fall asleep. Then you remember waking up, but but it's not instant. It's not like you just. It's a weird gradient of consciousness, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that you just log turned off. That what is that turning off? Like what is that? Dude, it's fucking freaky, man. I I I when I was a kid I used to obsess over it. Like I Me like, too. Me too. Like yeah. what is what is sleep? Like what's what's going on between like me and morning? And again, it's the same thing. Like you you know you're sleepy and then all of a sudden you're asleep. Yeah. And then you're groggy in the morning. Yeah. You're like, oh, I guess I, I did go to sleep. If I wonder if you didn't have grogginess, that then it would feel like time travel. Because like I've had uh, my wisdom tooth hmm. taken out. Yeah. Right? But I didn't um, – they were really good about the anesthetics. I just woke up. And you didn't feel like, oh, I'm waking up I didn't have sleeping. grogginess at all. So it was kind huh. of like I was turned on like a switch. Wow. I turned off, turned on. Yeah, turned off, turned on. Like, I had no grogginess. So, I wonder if the mornings had no grogginess, it'll feel more like time travel. More like time travel. Like, there I, needs to be this gradient kind of slow, like, just chemical burn of like, okay, you're turning on, you're turning on. Yeah. You're getting out of the, the black screen. Windows XP is going to show up. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like the loading screen. You're right. I think it's like loading. It's like unload. It's like loading screens. But so I had a tonsillectomy. The only time I ever went under I had a tonsillectomy, and I have to admit, I, I don't. It was very similar than the sleeping. There was a, there was a perceptible amount of time. I can't even call it time. It's like it's not instant. I can't explain what that means. It's really hard to put that into words, right? It's like, but did you feel groggy when you when you woke up? I did. Yeah. Okay, so then you probably had that. I was probably a deeper. Yeah. Because they're like cutting my throat and shit like that. Like, yeah, like, mine was just like, was, yeah, I'm like uh, here I am. But what is that, man? That 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 moment, that 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 time that exists between waking and sleep. That's not. It's obviously not eight hours, but it's something. It's like, yeah. Is it dreaming that causes that? Because we don't remember. I don't remember my dreams. I remember like five percent of my dreams. So do you think that you weren't conscious? Is there, consciousness is is a is a sleep gradient. There's a sleep gradient to consciousness. I think there's a consciousness gradient. Which I mean, think so, so. Yeah. So that so if you're not conscious because you know if you're knocked out of you're knocked unconscious. Yeah. You're not conscious, right? 
Yeah. Is it unconscious equals no consciousness? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see. Like, is consciousness like the act of being aware that you're logged in to the reality? I think there's some level of consciousness because, like, have you ever tried to wake up one of your friends? Yeah, but that's a gradient. You you boost okay. that, you move that slider just a little bit as you're messing with them. Yeah, you're fucking with them, right? Yeah. And then like, ah, uh, he just fell asleep again. He's out of consciousness. Nothing is logging. Nothing is. But my point is, I don't think the gradient could 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 increase if it was at zero. How do you mean? I think if you go to zero consciousness, you're dead. I think there has to be some oh, non-zero. Like a, oh, you see me like a, a low hum. Yeah, it's a lower yeah, hum yeah. of consciousness yeah. when you're sleeping. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's like, a, like a five or something like that. Right. But it's super close. It's close yeah, to, death to death because like you're yeah. not logging anything. You're, you're not aware of like, oh, there's a burglar here. Right? Oh, there's a person right, o- right over in my face, like looking at me, breathing yeah. at my face. I'm not aware of that if I'm at a five. Right, right. If I'm at a twi- 20, I might be able to hear shit and like wake up a little bit. If I'm at a five, it's a gradient, right? Yeah. Sleep is such a weird thing, man. I don't think people will ever be comfortable with how how much of a slider that we are to like being plugged into reality. Do you, do you have fear of actually falling asleep? I do sometimes. I'm like, it's not so much that I fear death, death, if you will. It's I fear. That I'm about to lose control. Control like at, any, at any moment, I'm going to lose control of my body. But you sleep well, though. I do, but there's some nights where I'm like, this is fucking weird, man. I'm, I'm relinquishing control of my body mm, right, to, right. to my autonomic nervous system. Yeah. I'm like giving up the keys, basically. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I still want to drive. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know that I'm not really driving. It's right? it's another but, version of you. It's like, hey, buddy, buddy. It's like um, Bizarro Phil. Yeah. In the back seat, it's like, hey, hey, hey. You've had enough. You've had enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I had enough. <laughs> I fuck I had enough. Get the fuck out of here and just throw a beer can in his face. It's like you're it's like you're like shift changing with someone. Yeah, but you know? he's not in control most of the day. You're controlled like sixteen hours a day. Yeah, most But this this motherfucker in the back seat is like, hey, 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 enough. Like, why? Why do we have to sleep? But it's not even a it's not even a person, it's a it's like it's like an AI you're giving it to, right? But it's not you at all, yeah. It's true. not you, but it's also not a, a human. It's it's like a, a it's like you're hitting autopilot, right? It's like the pilot leaves the cockpit to go take a piss and puts it on autopilot. That's what it is, actually. You're not the co- let's pretend it's a single pilot plane, right? There's right. no co-pilot. That's how it feels for you, like giving up, relinquishing whatever control you have of the plane. Yeah. Right. And I and I know there's there's many many processes that are going on during my waking hours that are not controlled by my conscious mind. I understand that, right. like, but there's people who like you know like sleepwalk, right? Right. It is. It's not just sleepwalk. They could like sleep cook. They could do wild shit. They could go in inside your refrigerator, look for uh, oh hot dog. Oh, I'm gonna cut open this hot hot dog thing. I'm gonna put it in the um the, the oven. And aren't their eyes closed? No, 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 their eyes are open. Oh, their eyes are open. They're just okay. automatic, like the autopilot. So, right, right, right. But they're just, they're able to interact with the world. But they're sleeping. So weird, man. You know how fucking draining that would be? If you have to, like, 
I just keep thinking of Step Brothers when I hear, think about sleepwalking. Oh, there was that scene where they opened up all the. Uh, yeah, there was there was like couch cushions in the oven and like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they woke him up and they beat the shit out of him. Um, Have you ever slept walk? No, no. I, I my brother hasn't either. I don't think. I don't See, think any of my family has that. My brother did. Really? Yeah, that's craziest thing. So we um when we were kids, uh, we were um you know we're asleep, and you know he's in his own room. He he got up. Uh, we have the alarm on. He got out of his room, like got out of his bed. Yeah. Opened his door, walked all the way down the hallway. Open, turned the key to open the front door. Open the front door, and then alarm went off, and that's when he logged in. Holy shit! So he just woke up in this like standing, holding the, the the. That's gotta be the front that's door. That's gotta be scary for him, right? Yeah, like you relinquish control up to the point where, what if it's not as innocuous as opening a door or like what if you're like handling knives or something yeah yeah anyway don't have guns <laughs> if you if you're a sleepwalker if you're a sleepwalker yeah definitely not because you could open up the safe and yeah just like oh, okay well, let me just like okay put this in my mouth uh... shane gills has a skit called sleep cop have you ever seen it oh it's in the bit yeah, yeah. yeah that's when he was like uh he's sleepwalking and he's a cop right that's and right he starts like you know holding, and, uh, like there's like a party and yeah and he's like, like you're all under arrest. And he's like, and then he starts like blowing someone or something like that. Or like, it's, it's really funny, dude. Yeah. That was a great bit. Um, no, I mean, sleepwalking is scary because it is like what you said. You're relinquishing yeah. control to like the sleep version of you. I think it's incredibly inefficient that life has to sleep. It's, it's actually kind of amazing. Cause like, dude, even you, you, you have like, you know, microorganisms, that go into states of like torpor where they just kind of like sit there and like just, what, I don't know if you want to call it rest or what do you want to call it, right? Like very low organisms that are doing stuff like that, like, that are sleeping, quote unquote. And it's just like, it seems to me that's an incredibly inefficient, like. I, I think it's incredibly natural. I think sleep is because um, the earth rotates. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's you can't do shit that at don't night. experience. No, but you can't do shit at night. Long time ago, I'm saying. You can't do shit ago, at yeah. night, so like, don't waste energy. Go to sleep. Preserve reserve energy, right? That's a good point. But so but, but like, my pushback would be: What about animals who don't experience light? They don't see light. They don't even. I don't think they know. go to sleep, do they? Or much sleep? Oh, they they have like inactivity periods or something like that. Mm. But yes, but you're right. I mean, I think that's a really good theory. I think just preserving energy yeah. is the whole point of like survival and yeah, and evolution. So. I think it's a natural thing that we sleep. Thing is, the cool thing about sleep is like we let our chemicals settle, and that's how it's when we do our most learning. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you have to. It's almost like you you run a training algorithm, and then in, in between each steps, you're updating the weights, mm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that takes processing power, and in this case, chemical downtime for us to like let the neurons settle and whatever neurons have fired, like strengthen those neurons. The neurons that didn't fire or was, you know, had a negative feedback loop will just yeah. kind of limit those connections. Like, you know, it's just chemical. That's a good point. I, and I think we talked about this before. Like, dreaming is a way to uh, do that as well. Update weights. Uh, yeah, build out the network. Update the network. I, I see that. I just wonder in, in another world where, let's say it's, it's in tidal lock with its sun. It doesn't actually rotate. Right, like the moon. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I wonder if there's like 
like micro sleep, you know, evolves where it's like much like almost like how sharks do it in some fish where they kind of like just sleep at small intervals. Yeah, dude, life will be crazy if that yeah. was the case. It would be so active. Yeah, yeah. Because you're on the whole time. Like, yeah. holy shit, I'm going to get attacked. Oh, I got to like, you know, like. There's no, that is true, dude. There's no rest. Hmm. It's like ADHD <laughs> planet. Yeah, you know, ADHD. Everyone's planet. like like coked out the yeah, whole like, time. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I'm scratching my leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. Because there's got to be planets like that. I mean, there are planets like that. The moon's like that, like you said. It's just uh, locked in, right? Like the one, yeah, the one same side of the moon always faces right. the Earth. Yeah. I wonder if there's there's gonna be, and like, things that evolve that would traverse the dark side right yeah because there's probably less predators there and yep. like less competition there you'll go over there and then you just build a whole ecosystem that that's evolves in the dark yeah and then like sometimes goes in to get the sun get some sun and then go back on well, the boundary of the planet you'd have that right you'd have yeah yeah um, you'll have that weird like but on that, the other end you're yeah. going to have like just dark like right like yeah. the, the sunset region right? yeah you're going to be forever sunset what does that fucking look like? The problem with that is that the trophic cascade is all fucked up, right? Because you, I would assume you need sunlight to start plant life, which is the basis for everything else. So the other side of it's possible that the other side of the planet could be uninhabited because you never have a chance to start up anything because it's like yeah, it'll be yeah. super cold. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Or it's a um, planet where there's two suns mm. on either sides. So there's always light. Oh, so there's always light? Wow. Yeah. Right? And like life is just turbo ADHD mode. Like yeah. Just who's going to win? Yeah. I'm thinking back at, back at the planet that has a, a dark side um, all the time. You have you have those boundary areas, like you said, where you have these species that, are, that, that develop to live in both. But you have life is pushing that boundary all the time. And I wonder what crazy shit would evolve. Like yeah. maybe even lithotrophic life that eats rocks and stuff like that. Like, well, I think a good example is like the uh, deep sea creatures. Yeah, yeah. Right? There's like a there's a Goldilocks zone probably mm-hmm. where there's like enough sunlight, but like weird creatures where it can use the sun's power, but like is weird enough. And then you have like the weirdo fucks that live off the like detritus that falls down. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, th- there's because there's still energy that's going down. I yeah. wonder if like in the the blocked planet there's going to be those weirdo deep sea creature types yeah do winds like blow organic compounds yeah, far enough yeah, that you can winds, like yeah or the the oceans right because if there's an ocean or there's oceans yeah you just... have like carcasses getting like moved or, like yeah how far would life go past that boundary is a huge it would be an amazing study like if you ever find a planet like that you know yeah that would be crazy and like it just gets increasingly weird right yep the further, like in the polar opposite of, in the in the dark, the pit of the dark. Yeah. What is there? It's like you know, on this planet, it's very possible that life started without sunlight. Me- meaning, sorry, mean? sorry, sorry. Meaning, so it, it, it is a hundred percent true that life probably started without without the sun as the main source of energy. But it could have been for many, 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 many eons that like uh, life around hydrothermal vents. So you have the, the energy source is heat from the from the center of the Earth. And you have these organisms that basically, you know, synthesize like rock, essentially. Like, oh, shit. You know, like, like synth- synthesize. Yeah. Like spits out like just rock juice. Yeah. It basically uses, inorga- well, I think they're organic and inorganic compounds 
and it like breaks them down and that's how it gets energy. The bonds in those, in those materials, right? It doesn't use carbon, sh- like sugars. Oh, I see. It just uses like sulf- sulfur or whatever, whatever, whatever comes, comes out of those out of vents. It, right? Yeah. Cause there are all those creatures that like lives in sulfur vents. Yeah, like so bacteria, there's, like, there's right? lithotrophs, chemolithotrophs. That's just fancy words for like animals that don't use the standard like sugars and like stuff or, like organic, that. Organic. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if there's because it, it life would be very localized around that, which is not very competitive, right? Because you have a whole sea to work with. Yeah. So yeah. it's better to then shift it towards the whole sea resources. So maybe like life evolved in that way. Yeah. But in the same way, if the dark side, right, of yeah. that planet, maybe they ca- they came up with life in its own way. Yeah, it's very possible that life could have started on that side of the planet. Because what if all the volcanoes the and shit are over there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be a, a many. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I, I don't think, uh, I think just because we, I think it's very important to realize that like, Photosynthesis came after life evolved. Right? Way after. Way after, yeah. yeah. Billion years, you know, potentially. Yeah. So that's like a, that's a big thing. And that's just a weird thing to do. Like chlorophyll, like that's so fucking weird. Have you seen the, like, they're like little solar panel stacks. Like yeah, they look cylindrical, like, um, yeah. Like those, you know, potato uh, at the carnival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, tor- like tornado, like. The potato tornado twirls. Twirls, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They almost look like, you know the Microsoft Access icon? For the for the program, you ever see that before? It's like those stacked disks. Yeah, so that's like the the ba- the, the basic representation of a database. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like a database to me. Yeah, yeah. It has it has that kind of like stacked yeah. feel. But like, the, I guess that's like yeah, it, I think it, they're called thylakoids. I can't fucking remember, dude. Why don't why aren't solar solar panels looking like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because life already determined that's probably the the most the optimal most optimal structure one. for absorbing sun. Yeah, I wonder if it has to do with the fact that it's microscopic. The surface area is more conducive to vertical. I don't know. It, it's yeah, it's hard. I, I don't. It's. I wonder if it has to do with scale. Well, all we have right now is just one of those yeah. one of those layers, right? If we stack a bunch of them together, and maybe if it's like transparent. Oh, if it's transparent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or even if it is like. Um, even if it is like opaque, maybe if it's like a mirror, so they can bounce off one another. Oh wow! Right? So you're like basically creating, you're creating free energy, right? Double layered on either side. Yeah, not creating energy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so like kind of using as much energy as possible. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder why we haven't looked at. The, I think they're called thylakoids. Why we haven't looked at that? Anyway, make something, guys. Yeah, just make AI do it. <laughs> Just fucking, just fucking let AI. Yeah, just let fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that is what we're gonna get at. We're gonna be the Wally. Like, oh, let just AI handle that. Shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's just. Uh, that's just too much work. I got the ideas, bro. Just fucking make a coil, coiled solar panel. Yeah. Just like, look at the chloroplast, and then just copy that. You just copy that guy. You know, it's only you know life's been harnessing sunlight for like three billion years i think uh we could you know it's gotta be doing something right there's plants everywhere <laughs> we keep fucking killing them but there's plants everywhere yeah and it's all the same structure i'm assuming right like that structure. uh there's some variations in photosynthesis but it's basically the same idea yeah like the the same stacking like- yeah i believe so that's a good question we had to look at all the chloroplasts 
that exist out there. Um, There's no like solar panel, like single solar panel things and like a guy going, hey, I'm charging my uh, my Tesla here. <laughs> we're kind of like that anyway. You and I? No, like in general humanity. Oh, like, yeah. We're just figuring out, like science is kind of like evolution in the sense that we're figuring shit out. Yeah. In incremental ways. Yeah. We're slow. We're fucking slow, dude. Like, uh, I, I feel like there's so many things that, like, we don't try to tackle because we don't need to yet. How do you mean? Like, okay. You know, necessity is the mother of, in, of, of innovation, right? Yeah, like, or scarcity as well, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we don't optimize things because we don't need to. Like, um, you know, I don't think uh, electric cars became a thing until Elon kind of rebooted that whole market, right? Yeah. And I I think I, I don't remember I don't remember what his stance was on this, but I think it was because he wanted to be to do something positive for the planet. I don't know if it was that or if it was he just wanted to make money. I'm sure it's both, but regardless what it is, he revitalized yeah. um what the future kind of should be, right? Yeah. Where uh we should we should rely on more infinite resources like the sun's energy. Right. Right. As a as our backbone for energy. But I feel like before that we weren't even we weren't even we weren't even in that parameter space. Yeah, and we could have been because we have like yeah. what like DC motor um cars, like remote control cars. Yeah. That's exactly what a Tesla is, just a much bigger one. Basically. Right? Yeah. It just that's yeah. all it is. Just a bigger battery and a, and a DC motor. It just turns wheels and it's super fast and highly, you know. Yeah. There's no no drawback other than you know, the resources required to make it. I'm just saying if we gave a shit about, let, let's pretend that there was an asteroid coming to Earth, right? You know that they would have put, they're going to put so much energy towards finding a way to either destroy that asteroid or leave the planet. And I'm not saying we would make it in time to do the, to either accomplish either of those things. But imagine how much quicker that, that, um, that space would move if we had necessity behind it. All I'm saying is, is like, if we actually put like you know energy towards those two things right now, what do you think that is though? Like, I, it's kind of like, don't you think natural? Like, I want to say capitalism is always going to be like the best way to for innovation, but it, it it's pretty good. I think we're just short sighted. I think as a race, we're short sighted. We we don't we don't think about um. We think about how to optimize whatever we have in front of us instead of like looking for new. I don't know. No, yeah, not. Yeah. So one thing that I think is um, lacking human minds is growing food, mm. like actual lab-grown food. Yeah. If you have like all the brilliant people and like AI and shit, like developing their minds on that, we'll have infinite food if we wanted to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you, you, there's no reason that we can't grow food in a lab. Like, grow meat. Right. It, there's nothing against the laws of physics. Like, yeah, there's nothing saying we can't do it. Yeah, like if you could just like have like a fucking, I don't know what, like a, synthesizing like, protein essentially. Yeah, and you just print it. Yeah, right. Like, what's stopping us from printing protein? We know what the structure is, as far as I understand. We like, just don't have enough people dedicated. Yeah. To that science and that problem. That's what I mean. Why do we move so incrementally? Why do we move so? It's like we try to optimize things that we know are going to die off. It's like, 
I guarantee there's all this optimization right now going towards internal combustion engines. When that's pro- those things are probably going to be obsolete in like fifty years. Yeah, we're talking about like um, people who spend their undergrad become becoming petroleum engineers because yeah. the money's great, right? Yeah, yeah. When I guess could, that's the answer to the question. The money's great. Yeah, no, that's I think that's what it is. It's just yeah. money's um, money's the motivator for young scientists. Yeah, for you know, for most young people, I think that's why computer science is booming. And I, I don't know many people pursuing philosophy. As a, a major, yeah. Than, unfortunately, that's a dying. Other uh, than other than the weirdos like me, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It, it's all motivated by money at one point, and money isn't going to be. Money isn't the biggest indicator of progress. Money isn't the biggest indicator, or the way the way we sh- our compass of of humanity is right. Money isn't the best barometer for that. Hmm. Yeah, it's progress in its own way. For making more money for people who have money, right? Yeah. Because people who have money are going to pay for people's education for that direction. All right. There's going to be more money in a certain direction, given that there's already money in it. Yeah. There's no money in food or growing food. There's not. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Like just synthesizing, 3D, 3D, synthesizing, synthesizing food. food. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. it's just farms and. Yeah, I was going to say like farming is a multi-billion. Yeah, that's. It was like beyond industry. meat, but like you know. Come on. Come on, dude. Come on, we've, bro. we've had it. We've had it. It's like, I've actually never had it. You've never had it? No. It's not. It's, it's not beyond me. It's sub-meat. It's sub-what? Sub-meat. Sub-S-U-B? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not there yet. Yeah. But there's no reason that it couldn't be. Because... It's an ethical version... But that's protein. because it's not synthesized protein. If it was synthesized protein... Yes, that is true. You probably could achieve the same or better quality. Right. Yeah. It's just taking plants... Shit and like adding like heme iron from some source. I forget where they get it from. There's a pipetting like heme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like soy heme or whatever. I don't know what they use. I don't know how they get it. Synthes- I don't know how they synthesize it. But I mean, it's, it's a step in the right direction. Like the, there's there's science that that company uses that's going to be used by future companies, right, to make meat. I think. Yes. No. I, absolutely. I think if they start paying engineers, like if those engineers, like petroleum engineer level money yeah we're gonna have a huge influx of of food like you know these food growing enthusiasts and hobbyists and i I don't think there's a just a a pull fiscally towards progress in that way yeah i haven't heard a lot about it at all to be honest like Like, lab grown meat no but just beyond like i i I, it kind of spiked about two years ago i feel like it's still there for people who are, you know, vegan, whatnot. No, no, but I feel like it's a lot less. You know, I remember Burger King was the first fast food company that actually had a burger. Yeah, but I feel like it's not marketed anymore. Like no one really eats it. I feel I don't know. It just feels like it's one of those. It's just one of those things that are there. Yeah, and then if if it needs to be done, if it was actually healthier, I think that would help. But the problem is the sodium levels are higher than beef. It's not. It's not Japanese Italian food. It's not. It's, it's definitely hi, it's not. It's so highly processed. Yeah, I think that's a, the, a big issue with like lab grown meat. If it's if it's that highly processed, it just doesn't taste good. Yeah. It's like oh, this is just kind of you're just mixing all this shit together. And man, I can't wait to have sushi tonight. So we're gonna have. Ch- uh, ch- you're gonna use chopsticks, right? Yes. I learned a new trick, but go ahead. Oh, what's up? So. I've been told to turn the nigiri, 
on its side. I, I, Japanese sushi chef said this on a show. It wasn't mm. like some white, you know, white dude saying it. You know, you so you have it like so it's fish side up. Yeah. Right. You ninety degree it so it's like on its side, fish pointing that way. Okay. To the left. You then chopstick it, and you angle it like this so that the, only the fish touches the yeah. soy sauce, and then you eat. Yeah. You don't do um, rice in it, or it melts into that, or it just crumbles. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I've seen too many white folk do that. Yeah, just it, and just. You have to admit it's not an easy way to eat something. Well, you could just go it's, like this. It's not an intuitive way to eat something. But like, how else do you eat it? You you recognize oh. Oh, sushi is dumb. Just, it's just fucking crumbling into the the soy sauce. Ugh. Yeah, but no. You- so what I used to do, which is probably what I know is not kosher in, in Japan, they would fucking kill me. Right. I take the chopsticks, I dip it in the soy sauce, and I drizzle a little bit on top, and uh, then I eat. That's fine. That's okay. People are gonna like bitch about it. Who the yeah. fuck cares? At, at one point, right? Yeah. As long as it doesn't crumble, whatever vehicle of operation that you do, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Another thing that the I... The thing is, like, if yeah. you use your hands, like you're supposed to do in sushi, right. you won't have that issue. But I feel weird doing that because I feel people are going to look at me weird if I do that. No, that's, that's actually... Uh, so, I, I think there was, like, a class thing. I think the poor people ate with their chopsticks because their hands are dirty. Because their hands are dirty, right. And the rich right. people ate it because their hands are clean. Yeah. And so, it was a class thing where you eat sushi with your hands because it's... Um, well, hmm. it's just a class thing. So, another thing about nigiri is that in a good place, in a good spot, like this place we're going tonight... He's already got wasabi underneath. You should, you don't have to put it on top. Yep, it's already pre. Yeah, it's already there. Yeah, there for you. Uh, what else? You're, just, you're just adding the soy sauce. You're ad- yep. adding the the the, the salt, salt and the and umami. The umami. Yeah, with it. That's your control, but he controls us the spice and yep. like the other stuff. And I don't soy sauce if he seasons. Usually, you don't have to. It will. He would tell you right. No soy sauce in this one. Well, he doesn't usually say anything. Though. He's a very, like, he's a machine. He doesn't, like, you know. Yeah, he has, like, one of the biggest Japanese heads I've ever seen. It's like a, a Volvo. It's a Volvo. On his head. <laughs> yeah. It's a bump, like a fucking bumper is on his head. Yeah. But he's so busy, I don't think he has time to, to do that. Like, he's by himself, so it's, like, one of those Yeah, no, he's, like, the, the perfect Japanese um, sushi chef look. Yes. This kind of, it, in Japanese, they call him ganko oyaji. Uh, it just means like, like a crabby man, crabby old man. Yes, type. yes, he does but, have that look. But the ganko oyaji makes the best ramen, makes the best sushi. They're like the just super stoic, yeah, Japanese people. Yeah. Like, it's about my craft. Fuck you. Otherwise, I agree, dude. Anyway, I was saying my chopsticks. I think chopsticks, out of all the utensils, n- number one. It's not even close, bro. Not even close. So, oh, okay. It's not because I'm Western. It's not because yeah, I no, come. From, it, just, uh, give me how change it, my how mind. How is it better than a fork and than a fork and knife eating a steak? Tell me how that's better. Okay, spoon. I understand. Spoon and then for chopstick. soup, fork is a fucking worst. Okay, you're right. Spoon is the, is the top because you can't mm. eat soup. At, well, you know, you can drink soup. You can drink soup, but then you got like chunky soup. You have to have something to get that stuff out. You can't drink like pieces of beef in a soup. Yes, I think spoons and chopsticks are 1a 1b okay for all utensils so i'm i'm gonna give you a ribeye i'm gonna give you a 16 ounce ribeye that i take off the grill and i want you to eat that with chopsticks just chopsticks you, you cut it first that's my point no you know how people japanese people do it they, they cut it pre-cut it bleeds man you, you gotta let it sit you can't just you gotta let it sit first you could fine. do it in strips 
Okay. I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. I understand what you mean. If you have the fork, the problem is with a fork, you puncture your food. That you is can, true. You cannot make dumplings like the Chinese style, Japanese style with a fork. People do it, but you, yeah, you shouldn't do it. Yes. yes. People do it though. Yeah. You puncture your food. Puncture. You should not puncture your okay. food. I'm, uh, this is a hot Leave take. it like the artist wanted to give it to you. Use a chopstick. Grab it whole. You have two little prongs, right? It's it, it, it's so innocuous. It's just this thing that just kind of just kind of like so you're hold, saying hold, holds a toddler with it, your arms, and yes. then you just ah oh, in your mouth. So are you saying you use the chopsticks to poke a hole in the dumpling so you can get some sauce in there? What about the sauce? No, you you, you grab the dumpling. Yeah, you put the well, the spoon, the ladle thing. Yeah, yeah, and then you put the sauce in the ladle a little bit. But it's not opened. You don't you gotta, open. You gotta get that you, sauce in there. No, 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 no. You just put that in your mouth, dude. All right, I want Chinese people right now to comment and tell me that it's not better to have that sauce inside the dumpling. So, so okay, okay. So what I do, yeah, I, I generally poke it in the ladle, but I don't know if that's proper. Poke it in the ladle. So you know how like the little, um, the little, it's not a spoon, but it's like a, a deep spoon, right? Yeah. You put the dumpling in there, and then you you poke a little hole. Chopstick with a chopstick. Okay. And then, then you, you you get the the gooey goodness out, right? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you do hole. You do make a hole. Okay. Yes, for those dumplings, the soupy dumplings, even the even the ones with meat inside. I don't that do sauce it. No, in there no, is good. no, no, no. I don't do with those. I just mm. do it only with the ones that are like uh, like in Din Tai Fung, the um, shalom shalom bao. Shalom bao's. Yes, I, I poke the side. I had the the yeah the pork broth. Oh, fucking amazing. Yeah, but like anything else, you use chopsticks, man. You don't in- disrupt it by poking I, I, perforated holes, four holes into the thing, and like. Ugh. Like no, look, I love I love chopsticks, but chopsticks only work when the food is bite size. In my opinion, it's got to be bite size first. What do you mean bite? Cut into pieces that uh, that a chopstick. Most can manage. food is already bite size. Most food is, but in Western culture, meats are usually large slabs so you have to cut and then eat. Right? It's so interesting. Like in Western culture, like there isn't like um, what is it? Uh, you know, Japanese barbecue. Like you do that, you 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 grill your own food, right? Yeah. yeah. And like I, I hear a lot of Westerners go like, ah, oh, fucking like you have to make your own food. Like I'm at a restaurant, you should just fucking do it go, for me. Do yeah. it for me. But then you get a huge piece of meat, and it's and not you have cut, to for cut it all up yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're doing work, but you're you're based on the utensils. Now, I don't know which one's worse. I think there's a Western. I, I don't know if this is true, but I think there's a Western mentality that wants to see that the food hasn't been adulterated before they got it. Like, give me my fucking steak. I don't want you to touch it. Like, let me do it. I, I want that steak to be intact when I get it, right? I think there's that a little bit of that mentality with Western people. If it was pre-cut, would you be upset? So it depends. If they did it properly, where they let it rest, yep. and it's still hot when it gets to me, I'm okay with that. But if that shit's cold, I'm not cool with that. There's the heat well, escape. So they have to let it, it sit. Or they have to let it sit and then cut it so like the the juices settle in. And you have to let it in. sit, cut it, and serve it. In. If you're going to cut it, you got to serve it immediately because that shit's going to be cold, like, yeah. quickly, right? Because that heat escapes. Right. You know, even though the the juices redistribute, it's still cooking technically during that time. Mm-hmm. So there's heat, there's latent heat in that steak still, and if you slice that motherfucker, that latent heat escapes. So that's that is something, right? And I think that's. Now, if you're now if you're gonna make a steak nigiri where you're gonna have like you know wagyu and they're gonna like do a little torch on the, on the top with mm-hmm. on rice, that's fine because that's that's sushi essentially at that point. Uh, yeah, it depends. It depends how you serve it. It depends how you serve it. I guess my thing is, forget the fork. Use a chopstick. 
But <laughs> you can still like, cut. You, you can still cut with chopstick. I've done it. It's not that you hard. You cannot cut a steak with a chopstick. No, with no, oh. you can't cut it with a fork either. You need a knife. No, no, you need a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could use chopsticks and knives. Oh, so you're saying use the chopstick as a placeholder, yeah. and then knife. You could totally do that. Sure, fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. I don't care about that. Yeah. So the fork, forget the fork. I see. I see. I see. forget the fork, guys. It's it's, it's the worst utensil. Like I, I eat something that's long, right? And then, like, say an asparagus, right? Yeah. Like, how do you you poke it in the middle, right? I cut them. Ugh, fucking get out of here! Because they're long, dude. Otherwise, you otherwise you have to like. It's you not to, like, a BBC guy. <laughs> no, you're supposed to cut asparagus, in my opinion. I I just poke in the middle and I do this thing where like you eat it, right? So it's super soft. End, yeah. And then you eat the other end, and you have this weird little bitchy middle. End. That's like bending. Yeah. Yeah. And like you have to eat that in the very end. But if you cook if you cook asparagus a little al dente, it's hard to do that. Wouldn't it be easier with a fork? No, I'm saying if if you have if your asparagus is al dente, you can't bend it easily and you have to use a fork and knife. Is my point. Chopstick and knife. Or okay, fine. Chopstick and knife. Yeah. Forget the fork. I, 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 right. I just want Here's to my last abolish argument forks. for a fork. Yeah. My last argument for a fork. You got a nice steak. You got a big pile of hot mashed potatoes next to it. Okay. Have you ever done an ohashi style or a chopstick style? With what? With with potato, no, I haven't. Dude, done. you I've totally never eaten can. Potatoes with chopsticks. It's the same thing. It's the same. Mashed potatoes. It's the same almost consistency with with white rice. Hmm. My argument was going to be: you you cut that piece of steak, you use the fork, scoop a little bit of mashed potato, and then pick up the steak. Totally with it. could do that with chopsticks, buddy. You could do both. Totally, yes. You you could you just grab a little bit, you put it on top of the steak, boom. Right there, because I one of my favorite things in the world is that combination of steak and potato. That like it hits your mouth at the same time. I love that. Yeah, you can do it with yeah. the chopsticks. I, I'm saying the fork is most. It, it, it's it's below. I don't know what it's below. What about the spork? It's below. It's below a spork. It's below a spork. So a spork is better because it has the spoon, spoon quality. Yeah, you can do the mashed potato shit with this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I don't know. Fork is for me like the lowest tier. You're you're puncturing your food. Well, how you know, barbaric are you? You know, back in like the early you know seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, people just had knives. They didn't have forks. That makes know? sense. Yeah, you ate with a knife. You basically had a big stabber that you like put into the meat, kind of like a chopstick. How you're saying, you cut that piece and you use the knife and you use the knife as like a spoon and you eat it like that. Oh damn! That's how people used to eat back in the day. And I forks were like a new thing. Can you have a a, a s- Spife. <laughs> so it'll I be see. like a. It'll be like a. It's a fork, but like the edge has like a blade. Yeah. Or the other side. You cut the fucking shit out of your mouth if you're eating with it, though, right? The other side. <laughs> Dude, people are not that smart. You know how you, I get voracious when I'm hungry. I would slice my mouth right open. Dude. Yeah, just like the, the <laughs> yeah. like the, the Joker. He'll have like the cut sides of your mouth. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. People should uh, look into. No, it. chopsticks are nifty. I like using them. I'm not arguing that. I but think the only argument foods. is um, wood ones are way better than any other material. Because it it's stickier. Fr- or there's friction. Friction, yeah. yeah. It has a like micro uh, 3D space. like a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I know it's like a waste of like, you know, it's not environment friendly, but like the disposable, like just, you know, wood chopsticks yeah. are the best. Even the ones you have to like split open, those. Those, yeah, I think yeah. those are the best. They have the best grip. They, you, you they know, they do have good grip. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't like, like I don't know. And Koreans are gonna kill me. Like they use the metal ones. Yeah. Right. 
And there's no grip on that. That just it just slides. Like if you're eating noodles with it, it just it like vermicelli. Right yeah, you're right. I've used those. I've used those before. And for someone like me who didn't wasn't raised using them, yeah, it's even worse with metal chopsticks. You have to aim for like when you're going your soup, you have to aim for the middle of the noodle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if you get the the you know on one side favored too much, it'll just slip right yeah. off. And it's like, dude. No, I, I'm. T- I agree. I could definitely see. I'm. I'm good enough where I could eat any food with chopsticks and a knife. If I had chopsticks and a knife, okay, and a spoon for my soups, I'm good to go. Yeah. So if you go to like an yeah. island, right? Yeah. Just make some chopsticks. Yeah. And then a knife. You're good. And a don't, spoon. Don't be. Yeah. And a spoon. Well, you have your hand for those beautiful soups I'm going to make on the de- on the deserted islands. <laughs> Damn. What would you make? Was Actually, it- soups would be easy, right? If you had a, if you had a source of fresh water. You just grab whatever the fuck you just killed, throw it in that in that water, and just boil the fuck out of it. Right? Yeah, make broth, right? Just whatever you get all the nutrients or whatever. Right? Yeah, just like yeah. I don't know. I've never had. Have you ever done that? Just what? like, I, have I, you ever done like legit alone level? Like, okay, no. I got some. I got a crab. I'm just gonna toss it in and put it in water. Let's see what happens. No, no. I've made soups, but I never made anything like that. Yeah. I wonder if it's. It can't taste bad. No, you, you, with a crab, I think you're okay with doing that. With with a, with a mammal or you know the entrails, you you got to watch. Yeah. What, like what about fish? Have you done fish? Just just toss just a, a fish whole fish and just like what happens? I don't think so. I've never done that before. No, I know I, I have never. I know I've never done that before. But I, I wonder if fish you got to like you got to take all that shit out too. I think. Yeah. Just go to Nine yeah. Nine Ranch and then got a fish and yeah. just toss it in cast iron. I do want to make a whole fish dish because, like, you know, uh, head and everything. I want to. Do Have that. you done that before? So Italians eat bronzino, which is supposed to be supposed to be fucking the whole fish. We're talking about like fresh fish, though, right? Like, yeah, it's a Mediterranean bass, like like Ron, oh, Ron oh, Wrigley from the, from the that. market. No, yeah, I've yeah. never done that. Yeah, I, I I've never done that. I've done like things that are already um, they're dried out in Japanese. Yeah, so and like you got to rehydrate them. It's a rehydrate. You just have to put it, uh, grill it. Okay, and it, it tastes amazing. Um, but it's like dried, like hoshimono. It's kind, of, it's like a dried fish. It was, yeah, it tastes good. I've never done fresh whole fish like golem from the lake. Yeah, grabbing it, and hitting it with a rock. No, I've never done that before. I mean, okay, so I've gone fishing, got a fish, either myself, either. Not me. Either the guy who runs, either the first mate or who I was with who knew how to clean the fish, clean the fish. And then mm-hmm. I've cooked it within like hours. I've done that. I don't know if that counts, but yeah. Yeah. I think that that counts. Yeah. I've never done fish, so I have no It's too intimidating to me. Cleaning it? Cleaning it, making sure like it's good to go. Like, am I, like, who's, who's, te- who's telling me it's good to go? Like, I'm by myself here. I think fish is one of the safer things you can eat raw. Like, you can mess around with. Now, if you go out and get a fucking deer and do that shit, now you're now you're really rolling the dice. I think that's... You, you, what is it? The protein? Um, what is it? The... Uh, oh, you're talking about um, prions. Yeah. Um, encephalitis. They, they have... There's, there's some prion diseases going around in deer populations right now. But I'm even saying if that is, is an exist, isn't a thing, you're still going to run into... What do you mean? Uh, you have a much higher chance of running into foodborne illnesses with mammals and birds than you do with fish. For some reason, I don't know why that is. So if I just like shoot a deer, I'm gonna make like a rib. Just make some ribs. Yeah, I I I should be more careful than like just. Well, no, you try to make sure you cook the fuck out of it, right? That's all I'm saying. 
Whereas, like, you can really like, but you eat cow from the market, and you can eat it, you know, medium rare. Okay, sorry. The outside has to be cooked, right? The outside has to be cooked. That's that's why we cook our our beef. Right. You sear the outside to a certain temperature to kill all the surface bacteria, right? In the meat, the chances of something being in the meat is so low, a pathogen. Right. That's why you're allowed to eat beef like that. I see. All I'm saying is with fish, as we're going to go about to do in like a half hour, we're going to eat raw fish. Yeah. You wouldn't fucking do that with beef, like completely raw. You know what I mean? Like that's... Have you eaten raw meat? No, they do it in Japan. I know. It's good. So, uh, okay, I should should return back to that. Italians eat carpaccio, right? That's raw beef. It's freaking good. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's... I don't know what... I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's good. You do it with like raw egg? Mm. Yeah. I think technically you're in the ceviche zone there because you are using acids um sometimes and then it's the really high quality cuts they're using the inside of the muscle they're using usually not the outside right so right. there's precautions you're taking for sure yeah I, i'm not actually quite sure what part of yeah of the meat is they also do like uh, raw horse meat in italy yeah i've never had that but yeah yeah in japan oh yeah. japan too yeah oh, i didn't know that it's good Horse, uh, yeah, it's another com- that's another similarity then because Italians eat horse too. Sea biscuit, just like yeah, mm-hmm. hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Mister Mr. Ed, eat Mister Ed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mister Ed, yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, wow, we talked about food pretty much the whole time. No, we went crazy. We did. What else did we talk about? Oh yeah, life, different planets. Uh, cool. Well, yeah. all right, dude. I think it's time to go get some sushi. What do you think? Yeah, man, let's do it. Hiroshimase. Let's, let's do it. Wait, what is it? Hiroshimase? Hiroshimase. Hiroshimase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Itadakimasu. That's what you have to say before you eat it. I love, uh, you ever see the episode of uh, Kirby Enthusiasm where he goes to the sushi place? They say Hiroshimase. They say Hiroshimase. And he's like, ah, I love that. I'm going to say that. You know, so, the, so the next person comes in. He says, Hiroshimase. And then the guy comes over. You cannot say Hiroshimase. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, why not? You know, it's fucking, that show's great. Last fe- season, by the way, is coming out in like a month or a February, week. February, yeah. I yeah. heard. I saw I saw billboards. Yep. Yeah. End of a fucking era, dude. For sure. For sure. For sure. He's looking old, too, Larry. I mean, he's, he's getting what, old, like, man. He's 70... Yeah. Plus, yeah, it's not. No. Well, let's eat some sushi, man. All right, let's do it. All right. All right, see you, brother. We'd like to end this podcast with a quote by Maurice Edmond Salion. In cooking, as in all the arts, simplicity is the sign of perfection. Thank you for tuning in to Chaos People and joining us as we embraced the chaos. You can find Chaos People on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts by searching for Chaos People. You can also find us on YouTube by searching for at Chaos People Podcast. That's an ampersand followed by Chaos People Podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, please click on the donation links found either in the show notes or in the YouTube description. Currently, you can support this podcast via Patreon or via Spotify, which will directly help us buy more computing power to create better audio content and video content for the podcasts. You can also follow Chaos People on Twitter by searching for the handle at Chaos People Pod. You can email us at chaospeoplepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate the podcast on whatever platform you choose. Thank you so much.